Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica, and we have another fabulous guest today. Her name is Rachel. We're going to be looking at her astrological birth chart, uh, getting to know what she's doing in the world, and hopefully answering some of her struggles and challenges um, that are preventing her from moving forward and really, truly living an abundantly um, successful uh, career. So thank you so much for being a part of the Rising Star Project, Rachel. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm very excited. Awesome. So because we're just getting in the process of getting to know each other, and I know our audience wants to get to know you as well, can you share us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in the world? Yeah, of course. So um, yeah, currently, like I have a lot of ideas at the moment, and it's just sort of, I'm just a little bit stuck with them, where to go with them, really. Um, I have an idea of like creating my own styling business, interior styling business, um but yeah I'm very creative and I just have a lot of things going through my head a lot of different ideas and it's just sort of knowing which one to sort of go through to go sort of follow through with so yeah okay um, so you're looking to create a business but you're not sure which angle to to get to take basically yeah <laughs> okay, I've so got a few different interests and it's just knowing which one to sort of go with really um I'm definitely quite a sort of well, obviously, 100% spiritual, and I definitely feel like that sort of anchors me in life. But it's it's just no, it's just knowing which sort of idea to go with. Yeah, I'm definitely very interested in jewelry, um, also yoga and meditation, and it's just I'm trying to like almost combine them all together. But it's I'm finding it quite hard, really, just knowing which avenue. Okay, 
then let's get into this. Let's get these yeah. questions answered. Um, so we're going to start with the three main planets, which it sounds like you've had a reading in the past before. Um, you've got a sun sign, moon sign, and your rising sign. So you have your sun sign in the sign of Leo. You have your moon in the sign of Taurus, and your rising sign is in the sign of Capricorn. Okay, so let's start with your sun. Your sun is how you see yourself. And I like to consider your sun sign is in business astrology is actually your secret sauce. And I'll explain a little bit about what that means as we continue with the reading. But Leo is a fire sign. Um, he's the lion or lioness. Um, very creative, very entrepreneurial, um, very much loves to shower others with its sunlight. So he's ruled by the sun. So this is a very natural placement for um, Leo with the sun and Leo. And then uh, he really wants to make other people feel warm. Um, he wants to adore and shower other people. He can be very charming. Um, but in return, he also wants to receive the reciprocal. He wants to also be adored. He also wants to um, be appreciated for the light that he brings to the world. Okay. Okay. So your moon sign is in the sign of Taurus. Okay. So your moon is your inner world. This is basically what's going to keep you motivated is how you feel. So if you're struggling in, um, you know, moving forward with this higher colleague, for instance, and you're, you know, which one do I choose that kind of thing. So a lot of times it has to do with how we feel. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus is the bull. Uh, he's an earth sign. Um, he's ruled by uh, Venus, the planet of goddess, the goddess of beauty and love, law of attraction, um, luxury, the finer things of life. So your moon is basically um, in this placement is telling me that you are driven, you know, motivated by your emotions, um, by beauty, by this Venus energy, um, by building, by building something. Uh, Taurus is really great at um, creating projects and, and really manifesting and bringing them to fruition. Um, he gets motivated by successful entrepreneurial um, endeavors. Anything that he can put his stamp on, um, his own creative spin on, that's going to motivate him to continue. So right now it sounds like you're trying to figure out what that thing is, but as soon mm -hmm. as you do figure out what it is, this moon in Taurus is literally going to take that bull and he's going to charge straight ahead. So once we figure this out, you have a really great strong placement um, for the moon and Taurus to be satisfied. Some of the things to look out for, though, is the shadows of Taurus, which can be lazy, which could be procrastination, um, overindulgence, um, things like that. So if you ever find that you are procrastinating or you're kind of wishy-washy, um, your moon is going to feel stagnant. He's going to feel lost. He's going to feel um, <clears throat> defeated in some regards. So we want to keep an eye out for uh, making sure that we keep your moon in Taurus happy and vibrating high um, and to pursue doing um, that greater that greater passion of yours okay that sounds good okay so then your rising sign is in the sign of Capricorn okay so this is how other people see you so this is really important and it's much different than how you see yourself so how you see yourself is Leo which is okay in mind this is going to be your secret sauce but the way that mm -hmm. other people see you is Capricorn okay so what does that mean? Capricorn 
is also another earth sign, so similar to Taurus. Um, but Capricorn is actually the sea goat, and that is half goat, half fin, or half fish. So um, the way that people see you, can I don't know if anyone's ever told this to you before, but has anybody ever said to you things like, you're hard to read? Definitely, yeah. Okay. I always think that I'm like, I wear my heart on my sleeve, that I'm quite sort of like open. And then I definitely think people have a different perception of, of me. When okay. I so this them. is where it becomes really important um, when you're, um, you know, developing a business around your higher calling is to really pay attention to how other people see you and actually mm. to rev it up. So in this case, I'm not necessarily saying like, continue to confuse people about who you are. Um, what I'm really saying is let's get to know Capricorn really well, like on a really sacred level, so you can show up being more of her. So in this case, okay. Capricorn is a sea goat. Um, and I like to say like, you know, Capricorn is like poker face. So she, the, the face that she shows to the world is one way, which is usually climbing the mountain, slow and steady wins the race. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare, um, super wildly ambitious, um, very driven by goals, uh, very creative, um, that thing. But the flip side is the fin. It's the part that she doesn't show the world. And this is about pain. This is about emotional turmoil. This is about you having a gift of understanding pain on an intrinsic level. Now, regardless that you don't show that pain very often, even though you might think you do because of your son and Leo, um, yeah. really the gift of Capricorn is there is this masculine um, energy that needs to be balanced with the feminine energy. So for instance, if you're going to show up in the world and kind of embrace your rising sign, what you want to do is you want to start showing people the yin and yang, the masculine and feminine, um, the light and the darkness. So you want to give them a taste of both. So there, the challenge here is to uh, find a way to show who you are and all the things you love. You don't have to pick one. And show them both sides of the story. Show them how it lights up the world emotionally and show them how it helps them to create more wealth or success in their life, whether that's business coaching, whether that's, um, you know, help them curating a wardrobe. Um, you want to show them both. So that's where it's going to be imperative, like any kind of like sales copy or any like Instagram posts or any kind of community that you're going to be leading. You want to make sure that you're showing transparency and then harnessing it back with those hard skills. So it's going to be a balance of masculine and feminine, soft and hard. That's how they see you. They see you as someone who has the structure, but there's also this natural gift of you understanding how to solve problems. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Showing the yin and yang, that sounds really good. Yeah. Okay, it'll start to make a little bit more sense as we go forward, but you know, you've got to, it's not a challenging aspect per se, but anytime I see Capricorn, there is, um, there is this um, energy of, really getting under the hood of the car. And I think you're going to have to get under the hood of your own car in order to really figure out what that looks like. And it'll start okay. to make more sense as we go forward. Okay. So you have your Saturn in Capricorn, which is probably the most 
amazing um, planetary aspect that you could ask for for two reasons. One, Capricorn is naturally ruled by Saturn. So you, not everybody has their Saturn in Capricorn, and you do. So that's a natural placement, and I'll explain what that means in a second. The second reason is because we just had a planetary uh, transit on December 19th, 2017, that's going to stay till March 23rd, 2020. And that is Saturn and Capricorn. So if there is any time better for you and to feel lucky, it is right now in the next two years because you have your uh, Saturn return. Your Saturn and Capricorn is now returned. It is Saturn and Capricorn until 2020. So right now, um, Saturn is well, always. Saturn is the disciplinarian. He's the father figure of the Zodiac. He is basically can be a thorn in your side. And until he sees that the progress, the effort, um, some of that masculine. So if, until he sees a game plan, he won't be able to reward you with clarity, with uh, financial reward, with opportunities, with people, with partnerships. So he's really wanting you to harness this gift of Capricorn, which has to do with climbing the mountain. So imagine this, imagine that Saturn and Capricorn, they go on a coffee date. And what are they gonna talk about? Of course, they're gonna talk about work because that's what Saturn represents and that's what Capricorn loves. So he's gonna talk about work. So Capricorn and Saturn are basically going to have a powwow of like, what is this thing that I'm going to build that I can monetize, that is being of service to other people, um, that is utilizing my natural gifts of the masculine and feminine. It's using the gifts of holding my cl uh, cards close to my chest, but also being highly transparent. There is this real duality to Capricorn. And when Saturn, he's going to get excited. He's like, well, I think we need to create products and services around this. I think we need to create, um, uh, we need to align ourselves with the people that are going to serve us. Uh, so keep that in mind. So we're going to basically figure out what this Capricorn game plan is going to be to monetizing your higher calling. Sounds good. Okay. So your North node and your South node, these are polar opposites. You have your North node in the sign of Aquarius of your south node in the sign of Leo. Okay, so we're going to start with the south node. The south node represents your natural abilities, which is interesting because your sun sign is in Leo, which I already mentioned is your secret sauce, but your natural gift is Leo. So Leo naturally, like I mentioned, it's ruled by the sun, naturally wants to warm the hearts of others. He wants to, he wants to take the coldness out of the room and shine a bright light. So you are actually naturally gifted at bringing warmth and light to other people's lives. So what, whatever that ends up being, in this case, it's probably going to have to do with creativity. It's going to have to do with some kind of passion, fire. Um, it has to do with um, entrepreneurship, um, organization. Um, anything that has that lioness, um, getting people to own their throne, getting people to um, get in the spotlight, um, embrace their self, right? The, you know, Leo has everything to do with the self, um, really uh, uh, 
really feeling into who we are and being self-expressed. That is a natural gift. You help people be fully self-expressed. That sounds lovely. Sounds wonderful. Here's the challenge. The challenge is your north node in the sign of Aquarius. This is your challenge. This is your destiny. This is basically where your higher calling lives. And you will cons consistently find that there are obstacles until we work through this Aquarius energy. So Aquarius is a, um, a, an air sign. They are the pioneers of the Zodiac. They do things differently. Nobody's going to tell Aquarius what to do. They love to challenge the status quo. They love to think outside the box and they love to do things in their own way. So here's the challenge. Are you ready to be different? Are you ready to be the, be the unexpected person doing maybe an expected thing? Are you someone that's willing to be a little bit rebellious maybe in your marketing? Um, are you ready to do something that maybe it's never been done? I feel like I've always had this thing inside me that I love to be different anyway. Like I do feel very different, not from everyone, but from a lot of people. So I definitely think that would be, that's a good note to think about. Mm -hmm. So you're basically there is this person you know, there's part of you where it's like, you know, you mentioned when we first started that you want, you have all of these different things that you love to do. You said interiors. I feel it's the style. There's a few other things. So Aquarius is like, no, we're going to do all of them. But what we're <laughs> going to do is we're going to find the red thread. The red thread is basically the thing that connects all of those pieces together. It's basically what do, and the question is, what do all of those things have in common? And what they have in common is a problem. So what is the problem that each of those things that really light up your soul, not one of them, all of them. And once you know the answer to that, now we can start to utilize and organize all of those talents, all of that genius, all that life experience and certifications and all those things that you've been doing for since you've been born. We organize those into a step-by-step -step system that solves one problem. Sounds good. Okay. So let's keep going here. So You've got your, so, the, so the, the things about the nodes is to keep in mind that your challenge is to balance your spotlight and to create um, some kind of organization that um, is pioneering, some kind of like, you're creating like, it's not necessarily a community, it's like a, a team, a team hmm. of people or a team of um, thoughts or a team of um, of uh, things that you love into such a way that it brings the spotlight for you. It's, it's basically your signature system is what I call it. Your signature system, the step-by-step -step problem, no, excuse me, the step-by-step -step system that solves an urgent problem based on that red thread that connects everything together is basically your team. Those steps are your teammates to solving a problem for your Kismet clients. Okay. Okay, 12th house. 
Uh, no, let's start with your midheaven. Your midheaven is your 10th house, is your house of career. This is your career path. You have it in the sign of Scorpio. Okay, so this is a little intense. Scorpio is a, a water sign. Um, they are the investigators of the zodiac. And what their role is, is that they are basically trying to get to the root of something. They are mm -hmm. trying to find out what the problem is. They want to, but they want, they swim in the deep end of the pool. So there's never going to be anything that's shallow about your career path. So even if like, for instance, you, you led with, you know, fashion or like styling or some sort, right? There's never, Scorpio would never allow it to be just about dressing for your body type. Right. Or dress. It would just like Scorpio would just roll over in her grave. That'd be, she'd be like, that'd be so boring to Scorpio. So she would never be able to do that. So your career path really has a challenge of like, how do I make my work sacred? How do I make it where I teach things that are so outside the box, but they bring us back to who we really are, that spiritual and emotional piece. Does that make mm. sense? Oh, 100%. Definitely. Now, the other thing I'm kind of curious, because I don't really know much about you at all, but <laughs> Scorpio also is the ruler of the sex organs of intimacy. I don't know. Have you ever thought about bringing in like sex or intimacy or relationships or I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Has that ever tickled your no, fancy? Really. Not really. Not I mean, I, I studied fashion at university and I think I did a collection of like underwear, but generally I think as I've sort of grown up, I have sort of decided I wanted to steer away from fashion just because like you said, I just didn't feel like it was enough because like, it was just about one thing like styling, fashion. It just didn't, it didn't feel like it had enough heart for me. So then that's why I had, you know, I've developed further interests, but um, no, not particularly. I mean, I'm quite a passionate person, but I wouldn't say I've ever thought of utilizing the idea of, you know, sex into my... Well, I'm wondering, what if we look at the word metaphor? Because we could use that as a, uh, uh, excuse, not metaphor. We looked at the word intimacy as a metaphor. So instead of it being like the literal, like talking about people's, you know, intimacy with relationships, it could mm -hmm. just be about um, getting people to be more intimate like with okay. themselves, like self-love. Um, we could yeah. really use that because it's like there is something deeper about um, Scorpio that she wants to get people, she wants to strip people down. Mm -hmm. I want to know, I want to see who you are, naked and all. What is, who <laughs> is this person? You know, as I think it, we could think of it as, an, as a metaphor of really um, taking all those passions that you love to do, but using the metaphor of like, it's time to get real with yourself. It's time to mm. swim in the deep end of the pool. It's time to start um, really showing the world who you are. Okay. Yeah. So where are you in this process so far before we go into um, your kismet client, which is going to be next? Yeah, I definitely feel like a few of the things that you've said really sort of hit home with me, especially in terms of like, you know, stripping people down, like stripping people down in terms of metaphorically, you know, and also inspiring people to just um, feel really warm and just nice and themselves in front of me. I mean, the reason why I got into like yoga and meditation was just because um, I used to feel quite anxious myself and it's just really sort of anchored me really. 
and I think just helping people in that sort of way you know even if it was to create like an enriching sort of space for someone to live or meditate or even just to make someone feel good about themselves I think that would definitely would make them feel good and that's what I would love to do just to like inspire people to connect with themselves yeah um yeah I really think your key word here for for this reading is self Mm. No, I mean, you could fill in the, the, the second part of the word, self-worth, self-love, self-reflection, you know, self, 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 um, mm. and, and really the intimate nature behind, you know, what, what does it mean to be alive? You know, who are you? Um, you know, what lights you up? Like those bigger questions, you know, and, yeah. and then having that like avant-garde spin. So this is where like Scorpio wants to like dig deep, but the, the thing about Scorpio, she wants to come up with her own theory. She wants to come up with her own system. She wants to come up with like something that nothing, no one's ever thought of it that way. And it's going to be based on all the things she's learned, but then she's a collector of information. And then it's kind of like, cause remember I said, she's the, she's the investigator of the Zodiac. So she's like putting the case together and the yeah. case has to do with self. And what is, does she want other people to know about self? What does she want them to think about? But then we've got to sprinkle on the Leo energy. We've got to sprinkle on the warmth. How do we warm up our soul? And then we've got to sprinkle in all that Capricorn energy of like, well, let me, let's talk about the yin and the yang. Let's talk about the light and the dark. Let's talk about the masculine and feminine because we all have that within ourselves. Then we've got Aquarius who is like, well, I want to do it differently. I don't want to just be known as like the self-love guru. I want, to, I want to do it in my own way. I want to be a pioneer of a new type of self-love um, revolution. I want to be, a, you know, maybe we don't call it that. Maybe we call it something like the Purple Hair Society. Who knows? She wants to do something weird <laughs> and bring in all of these facets, but in a way that is unexpected. That, yeah, definitely. I can, I feel like I can just hear myself in everything that you're saying. So okay, good. <laughs> okay, I want to make sure that you're kind of like, at least we're kind of like leading towards oh, like definitely. what the movement is, because otherwise I'm just yeah. going to confuse you when I talk about the person. No, <laughs> no. I feel like I've confused you a little bit with my various no, no, no. interests. So. <laughs> no, no, no. All part, remember, the, the, <clears throat> the parts in your signature system are part of a red thread and they are your teammates. They're basically mm. those steps that we're going to take. When I talk about your kismet clan, it'll make sense. But there's like you know, different things that you're into. You talked about yoga. You talked about meditation. I think you said something about interior design. Was I wrong about that? I, I, maybe I'm getting confused. Yeah, you, no, that's why I, I okay. don't want to confuse it. Yes. So obviously, um, yoga and meditation is something I've always been interested in. So in some ways, I'd love to do something with that. But then I have, you know, the creativity side of me. And recently, I've been thinking interior style would be wonderful because then I could sort of create like a beautiful space for people to live in, meditate, yo do yoga in. Mm. And then there's this little mix of like, oh, but I really love jewelry and maybe I could do this and make people feel good about themselves in that way. So, Okay, so I just got it like an intuitive hit for you. <laughs> okay. So, cause we're going to, I'm all about like the problem that I actually help people solve is I help them organize the chaos. And so you have all of these different pieces, right? Jewelry, mm. interior styling, meditation, yoga, but they all have a common thread. Remember, we're looking for the red thread. Yes. Now the yeah. red thread obviously has to do with self, right? Because that's Leo, that's Scorpio, all this in, getting intimate with yourself, all of that stuff right? And maybe even embracing your inner like weirdo, like that's Aquarius. But the thing that they all have in common 
is about connecting with a higher power, higher source mm. or higher self. And same thing with interior, design, interior stylings. Like, I don't know if you've ever thought about like helping people create a sacred space in their home. 100% I think that would be right lovely. like yeah. how like how do you create a a sacred altar how do I create a sacred little cozy sanctuary in the corner of my bedroom where I could meditate and yoga and I could do these things and you know what kinds of like you know beautiful candles and things that I could I have in that little sacred space so that I could reconnect to myself reconnect to my higher power and there's no reason that jewelry cannot be a part of the sacred space. There's not, a, there's no reason that jewelry, I mean, you think about mala beads or you think about, you know, um, sacred symbols and how, what they mean when you wear them on your body and all the, mm -hmm. there's so many different rabbit holes you can go down with that, but they all go down to the same root problem is reconnection, reconnecting with self and um, connection to higher, to that higher self. Oh, definitely. That's something you make me really feel really happy. I'm definitely feeling like I've, got some sort of connection between my interests now which is good <laughs> okay so let's talk about your kismic client okay so this is your 12th house this is um your 12th house is the house of heart uh excuse me karmic debt uh limiting beliefs your subconscious mind it's basically like in order for us to reach our destiny in this case your north node was in the sign of aquarius so let's keep her in mind as we do this um but your destiny has to do with um shaking up the norm but your 12th house is how we're going to go about that we're going to work through your karmic debt and lead you to your destiny with the sign of Sagittarius. So your 12th house is ruled by Sagittarius. Now Sagittarius is a fire sign. Um, she is all about spirituality, higher education, philosophy, foreign mm -hmm. culture, um, travel. Um, she is about passion. So when you're thinking about what products and services to offer, and you're thinking about who am I here to serve? I want you to think about Sagittarius for a moment. I want you to think about if I came to this planet with a destiny, with challenges, with natural abilities, um, with emotions, with you know um, a higher self, what I came here to do is work through the stuff that's going to prevent me from truly living out my purpose. And in this case, Sagittarius is waving her wand and saying, look, I can help you work through any blocks, those limiting beliefs, any of that subconscious gunk that you may be brought over from a past life or, you know, whatever your beliefs are about that. But I can help you get to that next level, help you work through those karmic debts. But the way that we're going to do that is by being of service to your kismic client. And your kismic client is part of you. It's actually you a few years ago. So we're basically going to serve Rachel, a younger Rachel, not just in annual years, but spiritually. Where was Rachel three years ago? And we're going to take that problem, that whatever problem that she was having three years ago, and we're going to be the solution to that problem. Simultaneously, that person is a Sagittarius archetype. 
So what does that mean? That means that the person that you're here to work through your karmic debt, who is also here to work through some of their karmic debt because she's part of you, you're going together when you work together or when you be, are of service to her, you guys both work through this karmic debt together. Now, she is spiritual. She is highly educated. She has a philosophical brain. She loves travel and foreign culture. She's all the things that Sagittarius is. So when you go out and you market, you know, this beautiful, you know, self-reflection movement with a little avant-garde, all these things we're talking about with meditation and yoga and jewelry and interior styling, all that stuff, you're going to think about every morning when you wake up, you're going to think about that part of yourself, who she was three years ago, and you're going to serve her every single day. And you're going to remember that she is spiritual, that she loves to learn. And the things that she wants to learn aren't necessarily just the foundational things. She wants to learn the higher education, right? She's not going to enroll per se in psychology 101. She's going to enroll in psychology 401. So the types of things that you're here to be a teacher for, because Sagittarius is a teacher, a spiritual teacher, you're going to teach her a little bit more advanced things, right? So that's, remember we said um, your midheaven is in Scorpio. So when all that stuff you've been spending years, Rachel, digging up all the roots, mm. all that swimming in the deep end of the pool for those many years, well, that's why I say she's not like super, super beginner. She's already swimming in the deep end too, mm. but you're just a few years ahead of her. So don't like, it's not like yoga 101 or like, <laughs> it's not like basic stuff. Like she's no. ready for like the big stuff. She's really, she's ready to be spiritually self-empowered. Definitely. She's deep, basically. Mm -hmm. She's deeper than the ocean. <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> and she no, that sounds pretty good. She awakens parts of herself, you know, through travel, through the earth, um, through fire and passion and love. Um, she really has, you know, um, an essence to her that is so wise behind, beyond her years. Mm. And the problem that she is trying to figure out is the problem that you were having three years ago. What is that problem? Yeah, I think just connecting to myself, really or connecting to herself um she probably just didn't feel as connected didn't know who she was um wasn't maybe as self-accepting so I definitely think that's something that I can help people with um just guide the way a little bit um yeah just positive sort of mentoring in a way yeah um inspire just inspire them hmm yeah. Sagittarius is a really powerful sign, uh, especially when I do, uh, you know, because I work with um, light workers and they're, mm. you know, Sagittarius is kind of like the epitome because they have so much spirituality and they have so much wisdom and um, they're so enlightened by the earth and through passion and love and that heart chakra. 
And, you know, when they, when, like, because you're here to serve that archetype, what you're really building within them is the courage to be a leader. You know, Mm -hmm. you're really empowering them to own their power because they already have the sacred gifts of Sagittarius. They already have this peace inside of them that is like, I have been called to do more. But what does that look like? What do I look like as a holistic leader? What do I look like as a spiritual empowerment coach? What do I look like as someone that is here to guide and pave the path to opening other people's um, fire inside of them? Yeah. Just be transparent, basically. They've got an energy that's so powerful because of that fire. Like if they can harness that fire energy within themselves, everybody will, uh, be, will be attracted to it. That warmth. Everybody who's feeling cold wants to feel warm. You have the yeah. gift of Leo. Remember, we're going to sprinkle Leo all over. And remember that you're here to serve the, the, the Sagittarius archetype and some of the shadows of Sagittarius, when she, when her light is not on, you're there to help her reignite the light. Sounds lovely. Definitely. I feel very excited. And your signature system is not going to be like anybody else's because they don't have the same um, passions as you do. You know, not everybody wants to, you know, maybe there's a lot of people that, um, serve people with yoga and meditation, but they don't necessarily serve them with yoga, meditation, jewelry, interior stylings, and the other things that you're gifted at. Mm. So now it's really about it's really about leveraging the Saturn in Capricorn energy. It's really about getting them um, to want to embrace who they are, so they can climb the mountain, so they can stop playing poker face and start showing the world who they are, their vulnerabilities, their transparencies, and really letting them see um, the value of who they are. And, t- and that will reignite their light. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. There's a lot to think about. I definitely would do some studying around Sagittarius. Because she is the person that you're here to serve. And because she's so like wise beyond her years and she's got such a, a powerful um, essence to her, we've got to speak her language. We've got to really, um, we've got to come off, you know, as the teacher. So your position of um, teaching is really going to be indicative of that rising sign, the, the, the rising sign you have, which is Capricorn. Capricorn is basically, you're, you're seen as a leader. You're seen as someone who's climbing the mountain. You're seen, you're seen as someone who is controlled, someone who has a grasp of what that plan looks like. She's looking to you for the plan because the reason she sees you as Capricorn is because she is looking at you as a mirror of the thing Mm. she wants for herself. Yeah, exactly. Lead the way. (laughs) Yeah, she, exactly. She wants permission to also Mm. be a leader. Just basically bring out the best in someone or the best in people. And to remind her that she's, 
she, she's powerful. Mm. So I want to leave you with that, but I want to, for, I want to make sure that one, you had a breakthrough and then I want to find out what's next for you. I definitely feel like I've had a breakthrough in terms of, um, like you say, just finding that golden thread um, that runs through all of my different interests. Um, yeah, just it's all about like the self and empowering the self, making people feel self-worthy. I definitely think that's it's it's linked those things together. I, I felt quite like it was a bit chaotic before. Like I knew they're all creative but I didn't really realize what brought them together. Mm-hmm. So that's really, I'm happy with that. Definitely. It's yeah. like, I think there's a little homework assignment, just a one sentence mm. homework assignment, you know, for you is that, you know, in one sentence, like, can we sum up and I can help you here and we can, I can leave okay. you to go tweak it. <laughs> so one sentence that lets people know what Rachel does what problem she solves, the transformation that will happen when the problem solves for a specific person. Okay, so it sound like something like this. The first thing that came to my mind was something like, I help, um, I'll just say women because I don't know if it's men or women. I'll say I help women who struggle with finding and connecting to their inner fire or their inner self to connect to both their masculine and feminine energies through yoga, meditation, and sacred space styling. I'm making this up. <laughs> no, that sounds good. I like so it. they can go on to be spiritual powerhouses. That sounds absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to tweet. Wow. It's yeah. like, it's not just women. It's like, you know, it's really like I help Sagittarius archetypes, but we've got to put that yeah. in the word. Like, you know, you could say like, I help you know, aspiring spiritual leaders mm. struggle with turning their light on, you know, something like that. It's like, so that they can go on to be spiritual powerhouses. Like there's, cause they're already on the path of being that leader, but they're like not quite there yet. So it's kind of like they're dimming their light. We've got to turn the light back on. These are the three yes. ways we're going to turn it on. We're going to turn it on through yoga, meditation, and interior sacred styling. And the transformation that they're going to have is that they become spiritual powerhouses with a game plan, by the way, because Cap- Capricorn, mm. now that's Capricorn in you, is going to make sure that it's like not you're just like, oh, go, go work on yourself and you're going to be awesome. No, no, no. <laughs> you're going to go work on yourself and start living this like higher self. And as a result, that's going to turn you into a leader. And it's probably going to turn into some kind of career path or some kind of, um, you know, whether they start some kind of like, I don't know, nonprofit, there's going to be some kind of higher um, calling there that's going to result from working with you. Mm, Sounds amazing. I'm very excited. I definitely love the idea of like creating an enriching sort of space, like a a sacred, I think the word sacred is really sort of, you know, connected with me in this conversation. So I think that's possibly what I'm going to use to move forward 
the sentence that you've brought together is just amazing as well. So I'm very excited. So at this yeah. point, do you feel like you know what those next steps could be for you? Yeah, I think like you say, just do more research in Sagittarius, work out who, you know, who that person is, how I can serve her. Um, yeah, I think just putting myself out there really and maybe um, doing a bit of training um, in interior styling because I think that's probably what's holding me back, like not really having training in these sort of interests that I have. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing with our audience today. Uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of people out there that are in a similar place. They love yoga and meditation. They love interior design. They love all this stuff, but they're asking themselves the same question. How do I turn this into my higher calling? And it really, it comes down to who is your kismet client? And I think we really wrapped our head around who that person is for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Rachel. Thank you to our listeners. And until our next episode, have a wonderful rest of your day. Do you have a million ideas swimming around in that head of yours, but are unsure which one to lean into? What if you can organize all of them into a system that serves your ideal customer without having to choose just one? Like Rachel, her love for yoga, meditation, sacred space styling, and jewelry, we discovered her soul's purpose using her astrological birth chart. Turns out, that fire inside her was exactly the problem she was here to solve. As we unlocked her kismet client archetype using her 12th house, we unlocked the essence of Sagittarius, which was also the archetype of the type of person who would not only help her work through some of her own karmic debt, but also who she would help to heal. Finding your higher calling is sacred work, and when you realize you are holistic, you no longer have to try to fit baby in a corner or choose just one thing that lights your soul up. Your ideal customers want all of you. So if we can only choose one thing, let's give them just that. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.